You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode 291. Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for ladies who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, wife, and mom of four. Each week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and today I'm bringing you a coaching conversation that I had with a client on a topic that I think is going to resonate with a lot of you who are listening. So Catherine came on one of our coaching calls. So I have um, my program that most of you are familiar with is called Macros 101. That is our group coaching program. We open that up once or twice a year. If you're interested in getting coached and going through Macros 101, you can get on the wait list at bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash wait list. Uh, and then after you go through Macros 101, you have the option to continue to receive coaching for as long as you would like it inside of our program called Beyond Macros 101. And so this was a Beyond Macros 101 uh, call. Uh, we do lots of live coaching and written coaching inside there because People need support throughout many phases of their journey, and and so we provide that inside of Beyond. So this was a Beyond coaching call, and Catherine came on and asked a fantastic question, and you'll hear it as she phrases it, but the, the first way that she approached this question is about how to build momentum in her journey. And as we dive a little deeper, and I think it's really important, I'm going to kind of set this this call up in in a way that I want you to be listening to it. Oftentimes when clients come and ask me a question, as a coach, I know that there is often a deeper question that is not being asked. And, and it's my job as a coach to not stay superficial with the question and just answer the question, but figure out where the client is coming from, figure out with what they're really struggling with, because oftentimes what we think we're struggling with is not what we're actually struggling with. And you will see that play out on this coaching call. This, this is what sets the style of coaching, the transformational style of coaching that I teach in my transformational macro coach certification from a lot of other styles of coaching. You'll see it very plainly here because the question that Catherine starts with, the question that she asked me is not where we end up going. It's not the question that I end up answering. Instead, we get to something much deeper, something much more about struggles that Catherine has with making herself a priority. And I think a lot of you are going to resonate as you listen to this, because I think I see this a lot of times in a lot of women of that struggle to make yourself a priority is one of the ways that we self-sabotage. It's one of the ways that we stay stuck and it can feel really hard to break out of. And so I have this conversation with Catherine and she was fantastic. She was very open and, and really shared her heart and her struggles in some of these ways. And we were able to get to a really awesome resolution at the end of the conversation of helping her to be able to prioritize herself and and really be intentional about that prioritization. I make the point at the end of, spoiler alert, I make the point at the end of the conversation that this is about uh, intentionality. We all have priorities, some of us are more intentional about what those priorities are than others. And the more intentional you can be, the more you can direct your life and create the life it is that you want to live. And so it really comes down to intentionality. 
And that that's a really valuable, you know, wrap up that we have of, of this conversation. So I'm excited for you to listen to this coaching conversation. I, I want you to pay attention to the question that Catherine starts with and where we end up and kind of that journey that we get to, to get to what is actually keeping her stuck. And then if you are someone who struggles with prioritization or feeling like you can place yourself as a priority in your life, I want you to listen to some of the ways and the tips and the coaching that I give Catherine to be able to help her to be able to make that shift in her life and see if any of that can fit in with you and your journey. So let's jump into that coaching conversation with Catherine. Hi, Amber. Hi, Catherine. Can you hear me okay? I can. Yeah, you sound great. Awesome. Okay, thanks for letting me talk with you today. I'm a little nervous, but this is good. (laughs) You're going to do great. How can I help? So um, I just joined Beyond after doing the eight weeks of Mm -hmm. macros. um, And I, when they were asking today, you know, what's your plan? What are you going to do? I said, okay, but um, I'm just really struggling to get momentum. I'll track for a few days for a week and then... Kind of like what you're talking about before. It's not like an intentional stop, but three weeks go by. I'm like, oh, I haven't done anything with this. Yeah. So I just love some help um, figuring out ways to just gain some momentum with the process. Okay, cool. So you're starting to cut. Well, I think, I mean, is it better for me to track for a few weeks to kind of get my numbers set and all that stuff? I did that at the start of our eight weeks, but then now it's been two months. Should I do that two weeks again so that I know what my starting number should be and then do a cut from there? Is that what you'd recommend? I, I mean, if you've already done the tracking of two weeks and you had a pretty yeah. good idea of where you were yeah. at, I would say that that you you gained the knowledge and information that okay. we needed from that period of time. So jumping awesome. into that is not. Uh, I, I think that that's a perfectly fine next step for you. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. I I the um, I would love to hear from you. Uh, I want to I want to see it in my mind of like what does this actually look like for you? So if you, you wake up and you're like, okay, today's the day I'm going to track everything. Walk me through where that breakdown happens. Like what happens? So for me, for, you know, ideal day, I'd love to get meals planned ahead of time and listening to some of this coaching has been so good to just hear some of the ideas and ways that people are able to do that. Um, you know, I'd love to have kind of an idea of what I'm going to eat before the day starts because I've got three young kids and I start making breakfast for them and, oh, maybe I'll just have cold cereal too. That's easier. I'll have pancakes too because that's yeah. easier instead of having a macro plan meal. So if I was something that I wanted to, like my ideal day, I'd probably have an idea of what I'm going to eat ahead of time. So I kind of have it tracked before. So it's when hectic mornings happen, I'm not trying to track at the same time as I'm feeding my kids and getting things started for the day. Um, and yeah, I think just planning ahead for me is where it breaks down. I don't do that you know, and then the day just goes on and I don't eat when I should probably, and then I get a little bit too hungry and then good, I awesome. whatever's there, you know? Oh yeah. Awesome. So that, that conversation that we just had with Becky was probably really helpful. Yes. It sounds so like good. meal planning is, is something mm-hmm. that's going to be really beneficial to you. Yes. Uh-huh. What, do you, what is your sense as to what prevents you currently from doing that? Or what's the biggest roadblock for you for doing that? I mean, I think I was trying to think about that when you were talking to Becky before and I just think it's not making myself a priority, you know, just not taking that time to do it. Um, which is silly because I want to, and I'm so excited about the program, but it's just actually taking that step. You know, I'm, I'm like, yeah, tracking sounds awesome. Macros, like it totally makes sense to me. And then I get to that moment. I'm like, Oh, that seems hard when it's really not. It's just an excuse. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Talk to mm-hmm. me, talk to me a little bit more about making yourself a priority. Do you find that that is something that you struggle with in other aspects Yes, totally. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about mm-hmm. that a little bit. 
Um, I just think I don't, it's just super easy for me to not set aside time. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> um, for myself, you know, I've had young kids for a long time and, um, which I love being a mom. I love being home with them and I've worked, you know, part-time from home and just seems like there's always other things to do. Um, but I think for a long time, I think I haven't let myself take care of myself, if that makes sense, <laughs> because yeah. I just let life kind of happen instead of choosing what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 And we can have some compassion too. I think, um, especially, you know, mothers of young children, like there is a phase where it is a, it's a very selfless phase that you go through. And that doesn't mean you can't take care of yourself, but I think we can have some compassion of like, sometimes you're just doing what needs to be done to keep these little humans alive. And, and it's draining and hard. Um, so we can have compassion and recognize that that doesn't mean that we have to, that you have to give everything of yourself that you, you know, you can't, can't drain yourself and expect to still be able to care for somebody else. Absolutely. I wonder how you would finish this sentence. The worst thing about setting aside time for myself is what? The worst thing about setting aside time for myself is, I mean, I think probably just not getting the rest of the things I need to done. But that, as I say that, it doesn't make sense because I always find time to get everything else done. It's just, I don't find time to fit in meal planning and exercise and the things that will build me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you find you like everybody else finds time, time for the things that are priority. Yes. And it sounds like you just have fallen down on the priority list that other things are more important on that priority list. And so we don't have to, I mean, it's not good or bad. It's just like, that's currently how you've prioritized things and how you've done it in the past. And so we can take a step back and and look at that and say, is that how I want to continue doing that? Is that, Mm -hmm. is that where I want to place myself on the list or do I want to move myself up? Um, My guess is you want to move yourself up, but I don't want to put words into your mouth. No, you're a hundred percent right. I feel like my kids are a little older and I'm kind of coming out of that fog of young kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just ready to feel more like myself. Yeah. So what, how will you know, or what would be indicative of you realizing, oh, I've moved myself up in priority. Like, is there something that would be that trigger for you of being like, oh, I'm I'm changing. This is, I'm moving myself up. For me, I feel like um, consistency in exercise and meal planning. Those are kind of, because I'll put together two or three days. I love weightlifting. I, I, you know, I was a collegiate athlete. I lifted all through college and I loved it, but I haven't since. Um, and I think doing those things that I do love, you know, exercising, weightlifting, that kind of stuff. Um, and then also having foods available to, that I like that are also, you know, fit into my meal plan. Both of those things on a regular basis, that for me would be a good sign. Okay. Fantastic. Great. So if we are looking at like, let's, we're just going to pretend like in front of us, we have a list of, of Catherine's prior, think priorities in her life, right? And yeah. maybe meal planning and exercising is down a little bit lower on the list. Mm-hmm. What currently do you have higher on your priority list that could drop down? And so you put that in place. Like, what, what would you be willing to stop doing or do less of Yeah, so this could move higher up? That's such a good question. Um, I mean, 
really it would just be it's a hard one for me to answer because it's hard to like put those priorities in line I mean but honestly I feel like letting my not doing as much for my kids I know that sounds silly but letting them be a little bit more responsible for their own stuff and so that I had more time you know so how how can you get more specific with that like what specifically could you let them do or give them responsibility over that would free you up to be able to prioritize some other things? That's a really good question. Um, for me, I love exercising in the morning. So maybe I could give them some more responsibility on their morning stuff that we have to get done, whether it's jobs or different things. I know it's summertime, but it's just, I just get so stuck in, I have to be there for them. I have to help them through all the things, you know, but really I don't, they're very self-sufficient. Yeah. It's just my habit, you know? So if I just, yeah let them know ahead of time. Hey, this is my time, especially for exercise. I love to work out in the mornings. So I said, Hey, I'm going to be doing it this time. You guys are in charge of yourselves. You know, that would be huge. That'd be a big deal. Okay. Awesome. I love that. And I think it's good to remind yourself too, that, that as a mother, your job is not to do everything for your kids. Your job is to to do it for themselves. Right. So this is actually a benefit for them to be able to be given this responsibility. And what a great um, learning opportunity too to like sit your kids down and be like, Hey guys, this is important to mom. Like my physical health is important. This is something that I really want to do. And here's how um, you guys can step up and, and be, I don't know how old your kids, obviously like how you talk to them, but be a little bit bigger kid, like be a little bit more mature. Here's your responsibilities and then Mm -hmm. involve them in that. So that, I mean, what a great example to set for your kids of like seeing totally. their mom prioritize herself. I mean, I had this experience growing up as I always saw my mom prioritizing. I went to the YMCA like every day with her and sat yeah. in the room. But like I grew up knowing that my mom was a priority to her. And that's something that I, I mean, it's why one of the reasons I'm here today is because my mom yeah. demonstrated that for me. So I think mm-hmm. helping to remind yourself, because you may have some of that mom guilt start to come up a little bit. <laughs> like, totally. oh, I should yeah. be helping my kids. I should be pouring yeah. their skill for them. Um, and reminding yourself of like, that's not your job as a mom. Your job as a mom is to help them become self-sufficient and independent. Mm-hmm. And this is a great opportunity yeah. for you to prioritize yourself while also giving them an opportunity to step up a little bit. Yeah. I love that you asked that though about changing priorities because I think I just try to add it in without changing anything else. Yeah. You and can't that's where that. I get stuck. Yeah. Cause I can't just add like another hour in my day. Right. I, I have to switch something. And you gotta I gotta take, you gotta take that. something out. Right. Yeah. And that's the like, mm-hmm. you have to let go to let in. That's that concept yeah. that I teach in macros on one letting go to yeah. let in. It's like you have to let go of something to be able yeah. to create room for something. Um, I also want to point out, this is, this is really important because this comes back to this idea of intentionality that I talk about a lot as well is like our priority list. You, everybody has a priority list. Mm-hmm. If you don't know it, y'all have a priority list. Yes, <laughs> so absolutely. the question is, is, do you want to be intentional about creating that priority list? So what you did, Catherine, was you took a step back, you looked at your priority list and then you asked yourself mm-hmm. a really important question. This is what I want my priority list to be. And if not, yeah. how can I? intentionally move things around but so many of us are living life on default instead of intentionality so we just let the priorities run us instead of us running Mm -hmm. our priorities yeah I think I also run into a lot of all or nothing thinking which Mm -hmm. I've I've learned a lot in the in the training that we've had through the macros on one but um where if I miss tracking lunch then I just stop for the day or you know if I miss one day I then I end up going two weeks and I haven't tracked but I'm really working on 
like not having that mentality and just letting myself keep going and not feeling it's like a reset, but just like the process is still going, you know? So Yeah. And you can use floor and ceiling goals to be able to help you a little yeah. bit. So you can uh-huh. say something like my floor goal is that I will exercise for 15 minutes, right? That's like, mm-hmm. that's the bare minimum. Like I'm doing 15 minutes. Even yeah. if my kids are screaming the whole 15 minutes, I'm, I'm doing the 15 minutes, right? Um, I would like to work out an hour every day. That's my ceiling goal. That's what I'm aiming yeah. for, but like yeah. I'm committed to 15 minutes, right? So using those floor and ceiling goals to be able to help yourself a little bit with that all or nothing thinking. So it's like, mm-hmm. or maybe it's five minutes, right? You, you get to set the floor goal, um, totally. but even five minutes, again, this is less right now, especially this is less about you working out and more about a way for you to embody and demonstrate that you're important. So every action that you're taking is a communication of what you value. And so you, by you saying, even I'm just going to work out for five minutes, like the five minutes of working out great. Like it's always better than zero, but to me and to you, what that should be communicating is I'm important. And that's, that's the value of it right now, especially it's like, there's been a lot of instances and a lot of us getting these things of like, I'm not important. Everybody else is more important than me. And so even just that communication to yourself of like, no, I'm important. That's, that's the transformation. That's going to yeah. be transformative for you. Moving totally. Forward. Oh, that, that one gets me a little emotional too. So I can tell I have some work to do there. So I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jim says to what that, what's that emotion bringing up? Oh, I just think, just kind of like what you were saying, just kind of on default, just letting myself be on the back burner for a lot of years, you know? Um, but I, I really love that idea of like consciously choosing to just keep those commitments to myself. Um, and I think over time, that's going to build a whole lot of trust that I don't necessarily have right now, you know? Bingo. A hundred percent. Yeah. And redeveloping that trust and reminding yourself that you're important is going to be revolutionary for you. Because totally. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Great, great question. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks. What a great conversation. And hopefully you can really start to see that you yourself don't actually have to have a coaching conversation with somebody to be able to receive a lot of value from a coaching conversation. We see this all the time in Macros 101 and beyond that, yeah, getting coached yourself is really valuable. And we do personalize and, and individualized coaching in those programs But what is even better than that is the ability to, yes, be able to get your questions answered, but then to also be able to listen to other people receive coaching. Because oftentimes other people will ask questions or talk about topics that you didn't even really know that you needed yourself. Maybe you didn't go into this call thinking that you struggle with making yourself a priority, but as you listen to Catherine, you could resonate with with her experience. And it was a question you didn't even know that you needed to ask, but you got something out of listening to that coaching. And that is what I always see as the benefit of being in a group when you are when you're doing group coaching. There's there's benefits to one-on-one coaching and you know, we provide that personalized individual coaching inside of our programs, but I love being in a group because you can only ask questions about the things that you know to ask questions about. You can't ask questions about the things you haven't figured out to ask questions. And that's what I see a lot of times with group coaching is other people will ask questions that you yourself didn't even think about. And there's a lot of value in listening to somebody else get coached. So if you are interested in getting coached by me, go to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash waitlist to get on the macros one on waitlist. We will let you know when we open doors and you can come on and, and get some coaching like Catherine did. 
That wraps up this episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember, my friend, you can do anything. Hey friend, have you heard the news? We have a Biceps After Babies Radio insider list. If you love Biceps After Babies Radio, you don't want to miss a thing. Head to bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash insider to join the group. You'll be the first to know all things about the podcast, see some behind the scenes, and get special messages from yours truly. We want to make this a special community for those who are fans of the podcast. And last, did this episode particularly resonate with you? If so, will you please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your family and friends why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at Biceps After Babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.